Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, Jill Jardine, Masters in Counseling Psychology, longtime professional astrologer, psychic healer, and yogi. In this episode, my guest is Chef Sylvia Bianco. Chef Sylvia is returning to Cosmic Scene to share her insights and wisdom. We're going to discuss manifesting everyday miracles, so stay tuned. Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. In this episode, my guest is Chef Sylvia Bianco. Sylvia Bianco is an award-winning chef, writer, and former restaurateur. She was co-owner of Biscotti, a much-loved Italian restaurant in Ridgefield, Connecticut, and winner of Zagat's Award of Distinction for multiple years. Chef Sylvia began offering cooking classes to her restaurant patrons in 1995 to a wide variety of culinary tastes from American to European to continental fare. Before COVID, she gave cooking classes to private groups and corporate groups, the latter as team-building events, for some of America's top companies, including GE, Unilever, Dannon, Barnes & Noble, Procter & Gamble, and more. She also serves as resident chef at Williams-Sonoma in Danbury, Connecticut. She's back doing her private events and corporate classes again. Chef Sylvia has cooked on stage at the highly acclaimed Ridgefield Playhouse and the James Beard House and on numerous national TV shows, including the Today Show on NBC. Author of Simply Sauté, the first in-depth book on sauté in the U.S., Chef Sylvia is a regular contributor to the hugely popular website www.simplereminders.com with 6 million followers and has also written for the Huffington Post. She considers herself a holistic chef and spiritual teacher, writing from her years of spiritual study and practice as a longtime student of A Course in Miracles. She has a spiritual blog called Miracles and the Chef. In addition to more mainstream blog called Notes from the Chef, check out Chef Sylvia at www.chefsylvia.com. And today we're going to talk about everyday miracles and how to manifest them in your life. I'm very honored and pleased to have as my guest on Cosmic Scene, my colleague and friend, Chef Sylvia Bianco. Welcome, Sylvia. Hi, Jill. I'm so happy to be here. We've got an exciting topic for our listeners today, Manifesting Everyday Miracles. And you've been working with this energetic for quite a time. You're a student of the Course of Miracles. You write your blog, Miracles from the Chef. So let's jump right in. What advice do you have for listeners who would like to manifest miracles in their life? Well, the first thing I would say is that miracles are natural. They're right. natural occurrences. And yes, we do make a big deal about it. And by that, I mean, yes, get excited. Um, be thrilled that such and such happened. But realize that they are the most natural thing that we can do. We are really preconditioned to create miracles. That's really in our, our makeup. And we do that all the time without even knowing it. So if somebody wanted to do this, so, so you're saying we sometimes do this subconsciously without even realizing we're doing it, but for listeners right. who want to make this more of a conscious process and align with the energies that will allow this natural outflowing of divine manifestation, what are your suggestions or what are the steps? 
what can you offer up as advice? Okay, well, I, there's there's so much advice on manifestation, and it seems that everyone is talking about it. And yes, we've done the vision boards. We have the positive affirmation, and you'll have one group of people saying, "Oh, this such and such really did happen," and then others who will say, "I've been you know at this for years, and I still haven't been able to manifest my dream home or my dream relationship or whatever it is." that may be. And so you may walk away thinking, oh, well, it happens for some people, but not others. But that's not true. And what really makes the difference is intention. And if you really believe what you're saying, like if you're saying, um, I always love to do this example, I'm going to have, I, I want a house on the, on the ocean, right? Right. <laughs> or, or I want I want a million dollars in in my bank account. But then we say, oh, but I don't have it. And so we sabotage our own wishes and dreams because we don't think we can achieve it. We don't think it's possible. So we doubt those everyday miracles. So the way I have found to get around that is that first you have to get to a place of worthiness. And when you understand that, Miracles are natural occurrences that we as human beings, as really as divine human beings, are just can make all the time. And we do that intentionally. It changes that dynamic. Right. We are divine human beings. So as that old saying goes, we are spiritual beings having a material experience, not the other way around. We're not material beings having a spiritual. So that being said, when you realize that it is your divine birthright to manifest the matter, manifest things into form or matter here on the material plane, we incarnate for that reason so that we can master it. And these are the these are the tools we're sharing today. Exactly, exactly. And so when you look at, when you get yourself into a frame of mind where you truly get that this is your birthright, because, you know, even if you're looking at it from a scientific perspective, everything that we think is solid is not really solid. It's energy. And it all began every single thing in our lives that we see every single day was first an idea. It was birthed into an idea and an idea eventually, if it's held long enough and by enough people to agree on it, it actually forms into matter. Right. Okay. And that's a whole other discussion that we can get into. That's really fascinating. But for the purposes of this here right now, the important thing is, is to first get yourself into the understanding of that you are worthy of this. And it's not something that is, is for some people and not for others. It's for everyone. And that is an energetic that you hold in your gut. So that will help when, even if you're just wanting to manifest material stuff. Well, that's why doing work on oneself and establishing a better sense of self-worth is so important. And, you know, that whole idea that I deserve it, but not coming from a place of entitlement, but from it being a natural outpouring of your energy. Like if you want that house on the ocean, I deserve it or I'm worthy of that. And I come into resonance or alignment with it. It's not something that 
is outside of yourself. That's what people tend to do. They push these things away because they think, yeah, that's just pie in the sky and I can think it and act and fake it till I make it. But you really have to have some kind of alignment with what you're trying to manifest, right? Absolutely. And, and it starts with where are you coming from? Like, what's your space in which you're trying to create this? So, for instance, let's say I'm, my account is really low in money and I'm, I'm now getting I'm really frightened about it. And I'm sitting here. OK, I'm going to make a vision board of lots of money. And, but I'm coming from a place of desperation. Right. And fear. And so that's not going to manifest me more money. Right. Right. Because that's right? the vibration or like they would call emotional set point that you're coming from is fear and desperation. So you're going to probably attract more fear and desperation. Yeah. Fear just brings more fear. That's a scientific fact. <laughs> it's a fact. So what happens when you when you're manifesting from a place of worthiness, from a place of self-love, from a pe- place of just being in in gratitude and you're manifesting from there and you and you, you know, you're you're grateful for the beautiful new dress that you found unexpectedly, but you were looking for and you're in a place of gratitude. And then from that place of gratitude, you say, you know, I would really, uh, one day I'm going to have this magnificent closet for lots of clothes like this beautiful dress. Using that as an example, you know, just theoretically, you're coming from, you know, a place of gratitude and self-love. So even though it's stuck, it doesn't have that energetic of, of materialness. And I'll give you some a really good examples from my own life of, of, of how that played out. If, if you think your, your listeners would be interested in that. Sure. And what you just said to, to follow up on that point about, you know, you come from a sense of gratitude once you find something that you wanted or that manifests or showed up in your life, you, you're so grateful and thankful for it. And then, as you said, as you bask in that energy of gratitude, that is, there's more where that came from, so to speak. So it makes me think of that biblical phrase as I paraphrase it. First, ye find the kingdom of God and all else will be added unto it. So I, yes. think, that, I think that's what that meant in the Bible, that first you have to find the divine within. And as you do that, all the outpourings of that divinity will show up in the material world. Yes, Yes, because we tend to think, you know, either that we use the the law of attraction just to get stuff, which, you know, it will still get stuff, but we don't know if that's really going to, you know, make us happy. It's just getting stuff. It's just material. Right. But we can, if we met, if we come to the law of attraction as really creating an abundant life and the material stuff is included in that. It has a different energy. It is just, it's an appreciation of beauty and something that gives you joy. And that is a spiritual and divine reason. And it becomes much more satisfying, but I will get into exactly how to do that a little bit later. When we come back, Chef Sylvia will continue the discussion on manifestation, how important it is to come from a place of gratitude and a space of love, and give examples of how she's manifested using these principles in her own life. So stay tuned. Chef Sylvia, 
Can you share with my listeners some examples of these manifestation principles from your own experience? Oh, I'd love to. And, you know, I'm just going to have a hard time choosing because they happen so often and some of them are huge and some of them are, are small, but just as dramatic. But we were talking about material stuff, getting material stuff at the law of attraction. And, and I got to say, that was kind of the thing that turned me sort of off to it initially. And, and this is important because, you know, it, I, I made the mistake of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak, because I came into the law of attraction in, from a very woo and spiritual perspective. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. This doesn't sound like what I, I want to consider my spiritual growth and studies. It's about getting stuff. <laughs> Too woo-woo, and, right? Too woo-woo. Yeah, you know, and so and so I thought that is not where I'm coming from spiritually and how I want to grow. But as I w- went to pursue things like A Course in Miracles and things like that, which typically they poo-poo the law of attraction just in general. At least that was, you know, my experience. And then I thought as I, I be, really developed my own spiritual presence and I was really comfortable with it. So I I looked at the law of attraction again, because we all need things in our lives that we want to add to it. Right. Right. So now, because I'm so comfortable in my my own where I sit spiritually and with that part of my life, I was able to look at the law of attraction as another tool in my spiritual arsenal, so to speak. And so now it has all the power behind it of my my strong spiritual beliefs. So where I'm always coming from when I manifest is from a place of love, is from, you know, I, I, I first connect to my own divine self and then you know, if I'm doing it intentionally, but sometimes it's become so automatic, you know, every truly everyday miracles that I, you know, I'm not even thinking about it. I just have a thought about what I want and there it, it shows up. Okay. Right. So, I mean, an example of this is I moved into a, a loft and it was basically an empty space. I had my bed and a few accessories. That was about it. That was in storage. And of course my clothes and things like that, boxes, books, but nothing nothing else. This is a big loft with 20 foot ceilings and two bedrooms. And so I'm like, okay, now I have to furnish this. And it's, it was, first of all, the space itself was such an expression of me and how that manifested is another story. But yeah, that was a complete miracle finding this place. And it was 14 minutes from my granddaughter, which is what I wanted. And it wasn't there when I looked the, the, the year before. Then when I looked again after COVID, it was the first apartment they showed me. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. Anyway, I decorated the whole thing from scratch. And literally, I would think about something and it would show up. And I'll give you just one small example of it. I had this space where you did walk right in when you first walk in the door where, you know, I would drop my keys, my shoes, hang up my coat, you know, but it was all open. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to look for a partition, a screen to put around it. 
And so I ordered one from Amazon and it was so poorly made. So I returned it. During this whole process, even with things I had in storage, I would regularly take trips to Goodwill to donate. So um, something said, go to Goodwill. And I said to myself, you know, I was just there the other day. Why would I go to Goodwill? And the voice was insisting, go to Goodwill. I go to Goodwill. I walk to the back where they have larger items. And there was the perfect screen for $40. Wow. I mean, that's the kind of thing you really don't see. And it had to be heavy because it was going to sit on carpet. It's perfect. So basically what you're saying for my listeners is that you knew what you wanted, you felt the energy of it, and then you listened to hunches or inclinations of, well, maybe I should go to Home Goods or maybe I should go to Goodwill. And, and so you followed those inclinations and that's where you actually found it. You're tuned into this. Let's say, though, for the average Joe who really mm-hmm. is starting from stage one, level one, as far as like, I want to make changes in my life. I have some things I would like to manifest, but I just don't know where to start. I mean, it sounds like so far what we said was get in alignment with what it is that you would like to bring in and you come to it in a place from feeling, yes, I am worthy of it. You come from a place of gratitude for what you've already had in your life or brought to yourself Mm -hmm. and what you Mm -hmm. called earlier a space of love, which maybe we'll expound upon that, but take it from there, Sylvia. For someone who's really new at this, I would suggest they first read some books on it because it'll get you excited. For instance, most for what would be something well, you recommend? Um, Gabby Bernstein has some um, really nice books on it called Everyday Miracles. And there's also one that I'm reading right now that I think your readers would love because it comes from a different perspective. It's really, this person had looked at both all the woo explanations from the law of attraction, but she's a scientist and she did it from a, she's actually a a PhD and she collaborated with scientists and and the medical community to come up with this really uh, small uh, book that really talks about it from um, just from a a scientific perspective. And that will help a lot of people who are really are iffy about the woo stuff. Oh, yes. And it's called The Law of Attraction in Action. The Law of Attraction in Action. And who's the author? Deanna Davis. And the subtitle, which is perfect for your question, Jill, is A Down-to-Earth Guide to Transforming Your Life No Matter Where You're Starting From. And it's very, very simple. I mean, for me, it's, you know, it's almost too simple, but it was really a great, tool. It really put me in the mindset of, yeah, this really is a tool, nothing more. And we use it as a tool. It can really add so much. It gives us hope on so many things because it really is the truth of how we're wired. The other thing about doing this practice of manifesting or coming into alignment with manifestation principles is that it takes practice. One thing listeners should know that when they're starting this too, it's like if you were building any muscle in your body, you've got to keep doing it in order to get more proficient at it. But there is an ease and almost like something clicks in 
when you align and then it just becomes part of your day-to-day reality. And here's the other thing, and this is really, really important, Joe. Start with the small things because you're not going to be so resistant to them. Like if you say, oh, I want a million dollars in my bank, our logical mind is going to say, wait a minute, but I don't have a million dollars in the bank. And I don't see other than winning the lottery and I haven't bought a ticket. How how I could get a million dollars. So that would be a stretch. But if you say something like, wow, I really want to attract a side gig that will, you know, make me a couple hundred dollars on the weekends that will really help my bank account or whatever it it is that you can see. And then, and then, and, and you're really determined about that. You're going to see all these things show up that um that are perfect for you to do on the weekends as well as you you taking an action to actually look at okay now where do i look for a weekend job oh let me see look on indeed or you know so you we we have to do our part as well but the universe will help us immensely showing us things to meet that desire but when there's resistance it's just not going to happen. And I think that's the difference. In fact, I know that's the difference between what why it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And it's also why we need to start small. Welcome back to the episode with my guest, Chef Sylvia, talking about manifestation and miracles. So Sylvia, we were talking about how some people may have an ease in manifesting certain things where other people may manifest other things easier. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I think it's really important because we have a tendency if we try to manifest something that is too big, our logical mind will immediately find reasons why that can't be. Right. So So it would sabotage then, right? Right, right. Because that's why I know for many, many years I thought, well, I don't get the law of attraction. I know. I I mean, I get it. I get what it is, but it works for some and it seems to not work for others. And I wanted to figure out why. And because the universe does not discriminate. And the reason why it works for somebody and, and not others is some people don't have any resistance to what they're asking for. They know they're going to get it. And how do they know they're going to get it? Because they were able to manifest uh, other uh, other things or situations like that. And for me, I learned manifestation as a young girl because through my love of clothes, I wanted to be able to look look for certain things. So I would say you know, I really want to find, you know, a a floral dress that's flowy and is made out of a certain material, right? And sometimes I wouldn't even get that specific because a lot of times, um, you know, manifest law of attraction says get really specific. Well, I, I would argue with that because let's say I asked for that floral dress, but really what I wanted was something cool and flowy and feminine to wear on a summer night. Well, that could be a lot of materials and a lot of patterns. 
So the universe can only get me a floral dress because that's what I asked for. It's going to be more difficult to find that. Right. Whereas the essence of that can come in so many different ways and can be found in so many different places. And that's true whether it's a house or a dress. Right. So if you ask for a house in a town on a specific street, that could take a bit longer. But you spoke to something very important in manifestation where it, instead of getting specific about what something might look like, we have to look into or we have to turn to what will I feel like when I wear that? And you address that with the flowing and feeling good on a summer's day, wearing this flowing cool dress. So that's something we need to speak to. It's also related to the feeling nature of what you want the manifestation to bring you. If you're focused too much on the outer uh, way it shows up or how it looks and not of how you feel with that energetic, then you're missing a big piece. Right. And you're also limiting the ways it could come to you. But the important point here, another important point is that we want to be able to start with things that we know are easy to get because we've gotten them before. Like we said, with me, it was clothes with somebody else. And maybe they they have a, a knack for attracting, attracting a certain type of client. Right. Like and I, so, I can speak to that. Right. What I do when I look at my week and let's say, oh, I'm running you know, low on, on work or I would like to do more session work with people, I will open up the spaces literally in my schedule and say, hmm, I'm going to manifest somebody to take that Tuesday afternoon spot and I'm going to manifest, you know, people to take up these times. And I'll tell you, within 24 hours, I start getting the communications from people who want readings and they come in in all four, through the texting, through the emails, through the website. And within 24 hours, the spaces that I wanted to fill are filled. So it's almost like, it's almost hysterical how it works for me. And I know other healers and other people who work with clients have kind of mastered that as well, which is really good because that will bring healing for the people you work with and resources or money for you. So that's one way I know it manifests uh, for me and others who do client-based work. Right. So you practice with things you already are good at and, 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 and because manifestation and the law of attraction is there for everyone, not just for some people. And it's something that happens every single day in our own lives. It's important to, for us to go back and say, gee, I never thought of it that way. Let me think of what easily comes into my life easier. Right. To start so, with that. And, and then that, you can go on to harder things. Right. So it is important to start where you are. Now, we wanted to share with our listeners the steps that if somebody really wants to get aligned and say, I'm going to do this practice, let's go through the steps. Okay. The, I think the first step, and it's a step that's often overlooked, is to come from a place of love. Because if you're coming from a space of love and not desperation or fear, then you're going to create more love. Whereas if you're creating from a, a space of fear or desperation, guess what you're going to create? More of the fear and desperation. Right. So find some way, whether it's reading a book that inspires you or talking to other people and get yourself into a space of, wow, I, I'm wor worthy of this, just like everyone else. 
So a space and, of love, self-worth, gratitude, right? accepting right. that it can happen for you? Yes. And then from there, start with things that have already happened and build on that because that builds certainty. And when you come from a space of love and you, you, it is, you feel a certainty that this will come because it has come before, you know that's going to show up. And as things show up and they show up and they show up, you furnish a whole apartment just like I did, but in yourself, you're furnishing a whole life. Right. So faster and attitude of certainty would be step two. What comes next? Then take actions that you were guided to do. Okay. So your action may be to sit and wait because it's something that, you know, is really more out of your control. Right. Or, and even that you could, you can take small action. Like if you are interested in like, I want a house by the ocean. Well, maybe look online, look at, call a realtor friend, ask to maybe go see the house by the ocean, even though you may not be in a position to buy it, but at least you're in the energy of that. Would that be an example? Take some small action to, to make it more of a reality. Because in truth, the universe doesn't know the difference between a small event that you easily bring into your life and something much larger. It also doesn't know the uh, difference between a real or imagined event. So maybe if you want a house by the ocean, look for ways that you can house it for someone. That's a great suggestion so that you can be in the energy of it because there is a huge energetic component. Like when someone's in an energy of something, it's less likely to lose that than if you're not in it to gain it. Do you understand? That's why they say wealthy people stay wealthy because that's what they're used to and they're in the energy of wealth. However, somebody who hasn't been, it's cultivating a new pattern or a new energetic in their life. Okay. So we've got step one, space of love, gratitude, acceptance, receptivity, Two, build on things that have already happened. Create that, foster that attitude of certainty. Three is take actions that you are guided or inspired to do. Small actions, something that will energetically bring what you're trying to have in your life closer. Get an example of it. Okay, step four. Um, know that it's on its way. And, and speak about it in positive terms. Sometimes... People speak about things that they don't want or they say, I don't I don't want to get sick. Well, gee, that universe doesn't know wants uh, not either. So you you've rephrased that into saying, I want to stay healthy. So that's all. So catch yourself, catch your thoughts, watch your thoughts uh, and 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 really. And I think that's really it. So know that it's on its way. So there's the assuredness coming to a place of like, yes, it's coming. Uh, Speak in positive terms. Keep out the negative like I'm not this or I don't want that. Act as if and use your words to create the reality that it is already in your life. Exactly. Exactly. And know with certainty it's on its way. And leave the space for it to come to you in many forms. Perfect. Leave the space for it to come to you in many forms. Any any closing gems, Chef Sylvia, you want to share with our listeners before we sign out? Uh, um, just happy manifesting. 
and 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 really welcome it as an everyday miracle. And then when you look for your at your own life and all the miracles you do already manifest without knowing it, put that into work intentionally because it's the same dynamic. You can create everyday miracles. Yes, you can. My guest has been Chef Sylvia. Thank you so much for sharing this wisdom and insight today on Cosmic Scene, Sylvia. Thank you, Jill. It's a pleasure as always to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Always so much fun. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cosmic Scene with Chef Sylvia Bianco, sharing her insights and wisdom on manifesting everyday miracles. Remember to subscribe, download, share, and give us a five-star review. This is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine, sending you healing miracles through the quantum field. Duh.